Welcome back to Hindsight Podcast. My name is John, a.k.a. Captain Harry McHowell. I begin typing on an old typewriter. A werewolf is steering a submarine, but then stop. I crunch up the paper and throw it in the fire. The world isn't ready yet for Captain Harry McHowell's, the submarine pilot who is secretly a werewolf hiding from the moon. It is Saturday, over the 27th. Hope you're having an absolutely amazing day. As always, if you uh, partook in Black Friday, hopefully you got some amazing deals and got some amazing things that you were probably never actually going to use, which is why Friday is Black Friday, but Saturday is just buyer's remorse day. <laughs> so hopefully you're not dealing with too much um, buyer's remorse. I don't think I've ever actually bought anything on Black Friday. Like, ever. I don't really do Black Friday shopping. It's not really my thing. Yet. Usually, I never have, I never have money <laughs> around Black Friday season anyway. So, it's like, yeah, whatever. Maybe in the future, you know. But also, I don't like going out to shop. I'm more of a, a Cyber Monday kind of guy. Um, but, yeah. Hopefully, you got something cool. Maybe something a little bit cool. I'm actually about to go experience Black Friday. I had to go to work in like an hour. Yeah, I got this episode done in an hour. <laughs> As you get, the, I got this episode done like in the next like before. Eh, we'll say like two fifteen. Yeah, we'll say like, I got this episode done before two fifteen, and then like at two fifteen, like I got like bounce, bounce, like I gotta get to work. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we'll see how that goes. And of course, you know that's why I'm recording this early. I mentioned it in yesterday's episode. I have to work till freaking twelve thirty. Uh, so well past midnight, and I'm not going to record an episode <laughs> when I get home around 1 a.m. No. Uh, so we're doing it now. We're doing it now. And hey, it doesn't really matter as long as the episode gets made, right? And what we are watching, what we are reacting to, I say reacting to, watching, first impressioning to, uh, <laughs> is uh, it, it's a show that, like, it will, obviously, you can tell by the title, it's Talkeye. And this is a rare opportunity actually but the reason why it is a rare opportunity kind of goes in part with like the problem with Hawkeye (laughs) as a character as a whole um so like I knew this show was coming out right and usually uh, I think pretty much all of this year just about um every Marvel show has dropped new episodes on Wednesdays, right? And either I would watch it on Wednesday or I would watch it Thursday morning. Therefore, it would not be available for me to watch by Friday evening for a First Impressions episode, right? Because I would have already watched the first episode. Um, and then, you know, I, I'm not going to do like a second episode or the, right, like the second or third episode or whatever because it's just... It just that's not really your first impression anymore because now I already get the feel and the taste of the show. Uh, but this show in particular, like, I, I mean, I knew it was coming out in November, sometime in November, but this show got, like, no promo. Like, at all. Like, I didn't see any promo for this show, really. I remember when Loki was coming out, that was, like, the only ad that I saw was just, like, Loki. Non-stop. Same thing for WandaVision. WandaVision got a lot of hype. Loki got a lot of hype. Uh, same thing with uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Bunch of hype you know, building up for the show, it's like, I knew, like, everyone knew when those shows were dropping, like, we were looking forward to it, 
This one in particular, not so much the case. Right? I only saw one trailer for it. It was like I think a couple months ago. Maybe it was last month or late September or October around that season. Um, and then from there, that was essentially it. Didn't hear much else about it. Didn't hear anything else about it. Um, then the only reason I even know that the show actually came out was simply because I there was a YouTube video recommendations yesterday that was like reviewing episode one and two of Hawkeye. And I'm like, oh crap, Hawkeye came out. <laughs> Well, that's convenient. I guess I could use it for a first impressions episode. I would even just looking at it when I was looking at like the 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 poster. I rewatched the trailer. It has like this very like ABC Family freeform kind of vibe to it, like like a Hallmark movie. Like it, I don't know, it doesn't feel Marvel. It just, it just didn't give me Marvel vibes. It felt like a legit, felt like just like a family, like ABC show. Uh, I mean, of course, this is from a, from the trailer and from the poster. Also, there's just something about the font of the poster versus Hawkeye. Something about it. It just, it just doesn't feel Marvel, right? Um, and I think that, that, that goes to show a lot about Hawkeye as a character. Like he's not really respected, bro. Like. <laughs> The character is not respected, like, at all by uh, the MCU. Like, it's great, now he's, he's getting his own show or whatever, but the point of this show is essentially to pass the torch. So it's not like he's getting his own show like that. Um, I mean, presumably the point of the show is to pass the torch because, you know, we're now going into, we're not even going, I think we're officially in Phase 5 of the MCU. Are we in Phase 5 or are we tailing to Phase 4? Not sure. But essentially what's happening with the MCU is, like, all the old guard characters are now passing the torch to their new characters to, to kind of step up into their roles, right? I mean, you got, like, Spider-Man kind of stepping in for Iron Man, the torch passed to him. I don't, I don't think they're going with the whole Ironheart story, which is great, because Ironheart freaking sucks as a character. <laughs> in the comics, at least. Uh, you, got, you got that happening. You had Yelena coming in for Black Widow. Uh, you got... That's a spoiler, so I don't think I'm going to say that. But, you know, stuff's happening <laughs> over with uh, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Um, of course, you have... essentially also a spoiler, but I think everyone knows about this one, though. You got, like, alt-vision, I guess. Like, <laughs> the new vision. I guess we can call him glasses. Whatever. Yeah, he's there. So, you see what I'm saying? Like, they're replacing... Like, old characters, that those characters are getting shifted out and moving in with the new characters to bring in this new, huge story arc um, for the MCU as a whole. I mean, you even got She-Hulk coming out pretty soon. I think it's coming out late next year. Yeah, She-Hulk. Um, so it's like, you know, it's just kind of, kind of like a ground zero again, almost. Like, rebuilding uh, this huge story. You gotta rebuild the villain, like, the main, like, overarching villain. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of stuff going into that. Um, and so, like, this, this show is, like, it's not even really a Hawkeye show, it's Hawkeye giving up Hawkeye to the person that's going to now replace Hawkeye, um, so, you know, it's, he don't, he doesn't get respected, bro, he doesn't get respected, but also, it's freaking Hawkeye, so, like, <laughs> like, what was you gonna do about that, I mean, he's cool, I guess, but, like, He'd be cool if he shot guns. I'll be honest with you. Instead of a bow and arrow, be cool if he shot guns and never missed. I mean, like, 
he can never miss in general. Like, it doesn't matter what he's shooting, he simply cannot miss. Um, because, like, it, it, there's a line. It's a, kind of like a throwaway line, but it, it really defines his character and his abilities. Um, what movie was that? Civil Yep, I think it was in Civil War. Yeah, in the airport scene, when, like, Iron Man confronts him, he's like, hey, Clint, how's retirement? And he goes, pretty all right. Played golf, played 18 holes of golf, or played golf, shot 18, made 18. So even in golf, he can't miss. It's 18 holes in ones back to back to back. So therefore, he, he, he cannot miss. So give him guns. <laughs> Just give him guns. Make him look cooler. At least give him something. I don't know. Like the bow and arrow. It's inefficient for one. Uh, but yeah. Either way. Let's, uh, let's read the, uh, synopsis of the show Hawkeye if it loads okay we're loading here we go dude it's not even like on the front page okay it is you gotta scroll a little bit <laughs> oh man okay so Marvel Studios Hawkeye is an original series I don't care about group watch please go away you're blocking the freaking thing thank you Marvel Studios Hawkeye is an original new series set in post blip New York City where former Avenger Clinton Barton a.k.a. Hot Guy, has a seemingly simple mission. Get back to his family for Christmas. See, that's so Hallmark, bro. Like, whatever. Okay, but when a threat from his past shows up, Hot Guy reluctantly teams up with Kate Bishop, a 22-year-old skilled archer, and his biggest fan to unravel a criminal conspiracy. Like, I don't know, man. <laughs> it sounds kind of cheese to me, bro. It sounds kind of cheese to me. But, hey, I'm going in open-minded, right? I'm going in willing to uh, consume some uh, some Marvel content. But as you know, Marvel doesn't get passes from me. I am a huge Marvel fanboy, but they do not get passes. Uh, to this day, I will still say that Eternals was probably the worst Marvel movie of all time. <laughs> like, to this day, I'm telling you... The more that movie festers in my mind, the more and more I hate it. It's a bad movie. And so I'm fairly confident that this cannot be as bad as Eternal. So therefore, you already get like a, at least one star for that. Because Eternal gets zero stars from me. Like, <laughs> alright, 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 alright. Enough, enough flaming the Eternals. Let's, uh, let's get into this stuff. Let's see what's up with this. How long is this thing? 49 minutes? That's not bad. Wait a second, where did my, uh... Oh, okay, I went full screen. Okay. <laughs> know that she was in something. Oh! It's something that I watched recently. I'm pretty sure I did it for the... Po oh. She is the... Okay, I don't know who she is, because I'm still in my screen for like five seconds. But like... <laughs> I'm assuming she is the mom of Kate Bishop. Uh, she plays the mom of... Uh, Tony Soprano? In um, that other Sopranos movie, Kings of New York, she plays the mom in there too. Interesting. Now, hold up. I need to make sure I hear her accent. Maybe growing up in this place, you got used to the idea that a solution will just fall out of the sky, but it won't, Derek. You've got a daughter to think of. I'm yeah, she got, it's like, okay, that's pretty cool. So yeah, her, her accent is now very New York because they're in New York, but not like Italian from Soprano. Like, I always put it interesting. You know, when, you know, actors can really switch up accents. 
um, for varying movies. And I know they have like uh, accent coaches and things like that, but even having a coach doesn't mean you're good at it because some people just suck at it. Like, <laughs> like I know you've heard some pretty bad accents in movies. Um, one in particular that I've talked about recently, even though I haven't seen the movie yet, but just from the trailers, uh, House of Gucci. All of those accents sound terrible. Like, <laughs> those accents sound abysmal. And it's like, I, I, supposedly it's getting a like great review. Hold on, now I'm going to get distracted. Let's see here. What's it at? Yeah, it's not even getting that good of reviews, to be honest with you. <laughs> It's, it's, it's still an alright, 60% Rotten Tomatoes, 59% Metacritic. The accents in the trailer were just buns, bro. Like, straight up buns. So, you know, that's so why I do appreciate when like, I, I see an actor that can like, switch up accents and then, you know, really play different characters. And like, listening to her and seeing her uh, in Saints of New York, like, it sounded authentic. Her, her voice sounded very, very authentic. The way she spoke, uh, the accent, the cadence, all that stuff. It sounded very authentic, right? And now I hear, it sounds very authentic. I mean, I think this might just be her actual voice. I don't know. Which is the point. It sounds good. <laughs> and so, yeah, I just applaud that. Random thing, but, you know, hey, good for her. Now she's in the MCU. I'm pretty sure she's already been in the MCU. Can you ever notice, like, they kind of... So when they, when they retcon stuff, they reuse characters. So how like um, God, was it Chris Evans played the fl- the fire dude? I forgot his name in the original Fantastic Four. When they retcon that movie, and then he became Captain America. Pretty interesting, but yeah. Moving on. Why don't you go grab the checkers? We can liven things up. Huh? Okay, I'm gonna go downstairs. I'll be right back. Oh no, I guarantee you they're both dead. They're both dead. Put put put. I'll put I'll put half my paycheck right now. I'll put down half my paycheck right now. Both of our parents are about to be dead in like the next forty five seconds. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm too good at this stuff. I'm too good at this stuff, and I guarantee you, goners. <laughs> watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Hold up. Amber's gonna. Yup. Yup. Oh wait, it's 2012. Oh, this is the Battle of New York. Mommy? Mommy, what's happening? Oh yeah, it's the Battle of New York. Mommy? I forgot about that. <laughs> Daddy, where are you? Dude, at this point, at this point, y'all should just call me a prophet, bro. Y'all should just call me the prophet, the movie prophet, at this point. Like, I... <laughs> It's too easy, man. <laughs> it's simply too easy. It's all so predictable, man. I've seen it all. Like, uh, this is what I was saying last week when I said, like, I can't even watch movies. I can't watch movies anymore. I can't turn it off. <laughs> I can't turn that off. I can't, like, I can't not predict what's going to happen at this point. Like, well, all I need is this movies to be less predictable. Spice it up. Do something different. Right? I mean, we've seen like, how, how many times has this story arc been done? How many times? 
especially in superhero movies, man. In superhero content, we've seen this story arc so many times. You have a kid, their parents die, and that tr- that sends them on this trajectory to become a superhero, right? They grind so hard to either avenge their parents or just to fill up that hole in their life, that that void that has been created by the loss of their parents. We've seen it a million times. Like, <laughs> it's old, man. <laughs> it's so old. And the thing is, like, especially because, like, I mean, you already technically know what's about to happen, right? I mean, so for the reason why, like, she's probably going to have like, this connection to Clint, to Hawk, or whatever, because he's, in a sense, going to fill that void of being, uh, you know, of, of being a dad, right? And for him, because I think the synopsis that this is post-blip, I think this is, wait, did they say post-blip? If it's post-blip, does that mean everyone's back yet or no? Not sure. <laughs> if everyone's not back yet, then that means Clint's family is gone because they got dusted by Thanos. So then she will fill in the void that his daughter left when she got blipped out of existence. Because if you remember when that actually happened, he was in the process of training her how to shoot a bow and arrow. Like, they had that connection, right? So, assuming that... Okay, seeing how this is happening in 2012, or this intro is happening in 2012, I could I think that this show takes place in the five years of the absence of when people were gone, I think. Um, and there, right there, I could tell you exactly what the dynamic is. Like, that is going to be their relationship dynamic. Like, a little father-daughter dynamic and it's him taking place of her lost parents and her taking place of his lost daughter boom i just gave you the show bro like <laughs> i'm like how, how deep am i only like three minutes i'm five minutes deep I just gave you the show bro like ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, can't even enjoy stuff anymore man i can't even all right i was off by one i was off by one character only the dad died not the mom but this this, this still perfectly fits into my point of how the relationship's going to work out of like them, each other filling in a spot for the other where one is lacking, right? Because especially because it it is the dad, you know? So so that that actually actually more perfectly aligns with uh, my plot prediction or relationship prediction, I guess. Uh, I'll give them that though. At least they both didn't die. (laughs) That was a pretty pretty good shot. I'll give them that. That was a pretty good shot. (laughs) See, here's my thing about Hawkeye as a character, though, right? And I think this this is what separates him from the other characters, um, especially the other Avengers. And that is, and it's this, actually this is the same thing that the same problem Black Widow had as well. And that is, what they do isn't unique to them. Anybody can learn what they do, right? We're blatantly looking at it, for one. This girl literally trained herself to be an expert archer, right? I mean, although Hawkeye had a more uh, complex backstory with the um, the assassins and that training or whatever, but this literally just shows that it, that didn't matter. 
if he just wanted to be good at archery, he could have trained himself because this girl just did it. So in my, in, for me, they kind of nullifies his backstory and like how he got to where he was, right? Or where he is, I guess you could say. And the same thing with Black Widow was like, really the movie of Black Widow nullifies the character of Black Widow. Where it's like, she's not special. She could easily be replaced by any one of those girls from the Academy. They all do the exact same thing, right? And see, that's the problem, I think, that the, like those two characters particularly have. But we're talking Hawkeye specifically in the situation, we're talking about the show. Where it's like, he's not special enough, Right? I think that's why he's not a main focus of, you know, in the movies or other stuff. Because he's just not special enough. He's special, but not special enough, right? Iron Man is very special. You, you, no one else could really be Iron Man, right? All this stuff was created by Tony Stark, right? It was it's from his expertise, imagination, whatever, combined with... Being super rich, you, you, unless you were Tony Stark, you can't be Iron Man, right? Same thing goes for like the Hulk. There, you can't, they're, they're, you can't just train yourself to be the Hulk, right? You have to be in that situation with the radiation and also not die, right? Uh, I mean, technically, we, we've seen a few Steve Rock, Captain Americas, I guess, technically with the Winter Soldier program, um, although still different because winter soldiers are like pre-programmed and uh they also are technically stronger <laughs> i mean if you're going by comic book uh reasoning winter soldiers are supposed to be are supposed to be stronger than like the base level captain america but like unique right it's a unique character and you can go down the list of like you know characters that are uniquely them like no one else could be them right and you can even see that more so as these characters are getting replaced with newer characters or with the new guard of characters. Characters that can't be replaced, or like, you know, are, are like these like unique characters, they are being replaced by characters that are different than them, but share similarities. And like I said before, Iron Man, Spider Man. Yeah, screw it. We're in spoiler territory at this point, I guess. <laughs> but like, uh, Captain America. And I guess technically now, would you call him Captain Falcon? Caprice has trademarked. You can't call him Captain Falcon. I don't know what they're going to do with that. <laughs> uh, but you still say like, like similar, not similar, but they're different, but with slight similarities, right? But then when you look at Black Widow, she's literally getting replaced by a, a, a direct copy of her, right? It, although not as part of the Avengers, but like it's in the MCU in general. Right now, you look at Hawkeye. He's being replaced by legitimately a direct copy of him, just gender bended. Like, you know, it, it's it just m makes them feel even less of individual character. Like they're not as unique uh, as like, you feel they could be. You know, and I get the whole Ronin thing with Hawkeye and him going like rogue and whatever. But even then, it's like, all right, he's a sorty boy. Cool. That ain't who he is. We all know, like. <laughs> He's just going through some moody periods, you know, because his family's all gone. Although, I wonder how they're going to bring that rather got that back around. Because he was doing the whole killing the Yakuza thing uh, in Endgame. And this movie's supposed to be taking place during the five-year gap of the blip 
how did he end up in Japan doing the Yakuza stuff if he's supposed to be here with Kate Bishop? Well, I guess technically five years is a lot of time, so you can do a lot of things in five years. I'll give him that. Okay. I'll give him that. We'll see how that plays out. <laughs> hey, yo. <laughs> the Rogers musical. <laughs> that's funny. That's actually, that's actually hilarious. Hold on, hold on. This is actually pretty funny. <laughs> but, like, I could imagine, like, you know, being an Avenger, right? Especially when you have the whole, like, secret identity thing going. And then you go to something like this where you see, like, a, a artistic recreation of something that you were actually a part of. And just being like, yo, this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen because this is not how any of this happened. Like, I feel like that, that gets so, like, so annoying, you know? It's just, like, you're... How, cause like you know what actually happened. You were literally there. You and on top of that, you're, you're gonna see somebody playing you, like <laughs> like someone is gonna be playing you because they don't know that it is you. But like someone's gonna be playing you, like and you're just like yeah, that freaking suck. Like that that's not. I didn't do any of that stuff. Like you know stuff like that. Like I bet that'd be tough to like. I personally would not be able to sit through, like a whole feature film, or musical. Of someone being me. Like, <laughs> I absolutely could not do that. I mean, unless I had, like, director, creative, creative say in, you know, how things went. But if I didn't, if it's someone assuming how things played out from my point of view, no, I could not watch that. Absolutely could not watch I'd be, I'd, be, I'd get mad. <laughs> I'd be a little bit mad. But hey, man, respect to it, bro. I, I, I don't know. First of all, why is he even there? Why are you watching the Rogers musical? Just retell the story yourself, man. Hey, these are on, I guess. Do it for the kids. Do it for the family. <laughs> okay, so I'm very confused right now. Okay. They said present day. What do they mean by present day? Like, what present day? Like, like is this... Because, like... When they said present day, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> okay? <laughs> because, like... When you say present day, are you talking like, like, like post WandaVision present day, post Loki present day? Like the timeline has moved along, but shows don't aren't aren't happening in the same order as the timeline happening. Like the new Spider-Man movie is happening before or technically during the events of the Loki show. Like that's like that it's happening simultaneously. Right, I think all of that happens before WandaVision. <laughs> so, no, 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 no. Maybe that was happening at the same time. No, no, it's slightly before WandaVision. Uh, and then, like, kind of like, leads into happening at the same time somewhat, I think. Um, it's like when they say present day, what do you mean by present day? Like, are we talking present day, like, that time? Because if that's the case, like, this is old news like the battle of new york is old news like old old news like <laughs> so it doesn't feel i don't think that's the case but at the same time the way he's reacting to seeing the actor playing natasha makes me feel like this is post endgame because we all know what happens in endgame <laughs> So, like, I think this is post-Endgame. Actually, you know how I can tell his haircut? Let me see, let me see his haircut. 
Eh, maybe it's his post-hand game. He's a stupid haircut. <laughs> <laughs> but no, nah, his hair is still there on the side, though. So, like, because, you know, in Endgame, he had an ugly haircut, man. Ugly haircut. <laughs> I don't know who his barber was for Endgame, but they did him dirty, bro. Like, and John Krusty, bro. Like, I don't know. <laughs> but also, I feel like if this was post-Endgame, like, this musical would be, like, about that, about beating Thanos, not freaking, you know, Battle of New York. Like, that's old, old news. Also, at this point, if it's post-Endgame, Loki's technically a good guy. It's like, why would you be, like, doing the Battle of New York and salt folks on Loki being a bad guy? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm confused on what time this is actually happening. They just said present day. And I don't know what that means. <laughs> I said we don't know what that means. Maybe they'll give more context. I need to know what's going on in the, in the rest of the world. If I know what's happening in the rest of the MCU at this time... I know what, you know, what present day means, right? I, I, I'm not really exactly sure here. Because, like, I'm getting a bunch of different vibes, the whole Natasha thing, but then also, like, just the fact that, like, that's an old, old story. Maybe that's why it's a musical at this point, because it is an old story, and they wouldn't be able to, like, make a musical thing that just happened recently. But also, like, there's plenty of other battles that happened before that. Also, also... There, there's an Ant-Man joke in there because Ant-Man's in the play despite the fact that Ant-Man wasn't actually at the Battle of New York which therefore means they know about Ant-Man so it has been some time I was in post-Civil War because like, I think that's when everyone found out about Ant-Man no, 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 everyone found out about Ant-Man in the Ant-Man movie when did that happen? <laughs> yeah, this timeline's confused hold up, I forgot to look this up I can look this up, but I feel like I'm going to spoil if I do When is Hawkeye taking place? Hawkeye set in two years following the... Oh, this is after Endgame. Okay. That's interesting. So yeah, it's set two years after Endgame. So why are y'all still talking about the freaking Battle of New York? Like, <laughs> that's old news, man. That's old news. Oh, man. But yeah, hey, I feel for the dude, bro. Man, they now now I actually like I feel bad because <laughs> now you're you're at this show and you you're watching it and you get to see Natasha and you know what happened to her so it's like first of all I know that that's like that's a tough one but also think about it I'm like if 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 he had done it and Natasha got to come back that would have been worse. Because he's a family, right? And she technically, oh, she does, but like, you know, we didn't even know about them until after she was dead, so. <laughs> but like, we, we, everyone knows about like his family and like all that stuff and why he went away to protect his family and they live off in the ranch to keep them safe or whatever. So it makes sense that he should be the one to like, you know, come back from forever that planet well, I forgot the name of the planet already was it was it nowhere no nowhere was where they went to get the hammer I don't remember <laughs> um but yeah so again that makes sense it, 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 it played out correctly that he was the one who made it back right so he can be with his family and be that father for his kids but dude that's gotta be tough man it gotta be real tough <laughs> like uh just I mean one 
you know, watching that and she having to, but having to live with that, you know, to just live with that memory. That's got to be a tough one. Tell you that much. <sighs> Either way, I really want to watch more, but I can't because it is two o five. I still need to get dressed too. So, <sighs> what it is, I guess. If you like this episode, enjoy the podcast, get a like, get a follow, get a rating, all that good stuff. Let me know that you like it. Of course, if you do like it, share with your friends, get good friends, give friends good things. And you want to be a good friend, so give your friend a good thing. If you want to follow me on social media, it is at Hat on the IGs. And as always, 8 a.m. Eastern, same time, same place, every single day. You already know how it goes. Don't forget, drink plenty of water. Stay hella hydrated, and I will see you tomorrow. Have a good one.